1: Very happy for you to sit in between us.
0: I want attacking purpose for football all the time, and providing you had a up in that quarter, we had a real chance of putting it in that quarter. Now we're going to backs against the wall. We're going to fight.
2: Absolutely nailed it. It's the buy round, so we thought we'd have a look at Essendon and now they're travelling halfway through 2015. Um, let's right off the top they're sitting 13th at the moment with 4 wins and 7 losses you have to say that's below expectations
3: well they are I remember at the start of the season I think it was 1 loss 0 Owen 1 uh, and Hurdy was saying watch this space it's a very good uh, team here yep I've been watching this space not a good team there <laughs> they've been frustrating at times I mean
2: there's the whole Wider and Asada thing that's going on in the background that you yeah. know, we don't want to get into because there's, what's the fucking point? There's been more written about that than anything any other football story in the last 50 years. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, wins and losses is where it counts and not putting them on the board.
3: Yeah, and I mean, knowing lots of Essence supporters, I think their sort of um, togetherness and, and pride is only second to Collingwood. And so their supporters would be absolutely hating this. It's supposed to be a powerhouse of the AFL and just being relegated to just rubble, really.
2: Um, for a lot of it.
3: And, you know, for
2: reasons not always on the football field. But yeah. at the moment, when you have those off season things, the one equaliser is when the ball's bounced, you can do something about it. Yep. And they haven't done enough about it just yet.
3: That's exactly right.
2: Um, and it's become a little bit frustrating for them.
3: I just don't like the. It seems they're not dealing with what's going on at the moment but they're trying to promise something that's going to happen in the future yeah. Where forget all that shit just say look we're dealing with this fucking shit don't worry about watch this space don't worry about saying <laughs> we're still a good club and we got this you sort out what's got to do right now and then get on playing footy
2: show me don't tell me Yeah. Um, so t- what is their best win so far I, I think there's a, a, an obvious standout yeah uh, round uh, two Hawks yeah yeah um, I was at that game uh, were yep. you with, it, with us at that one uh, no, no, I do not They were celebrating, uh, what was it 20, uh, 30 years since their back-to-back premiers in um, 83, yeah. 84, that day. It, yeah. um, and the Bombers were ruthless with the ball. Yeah. Um, the, the, they were running on, the handballs were hitting targets, they were um, making space up forward. Yeah. Um, they looked really dangerous and they looked like they could have been anything at that stage.
3: And, and the thing is, I mean, they get out to a, a pretty decent lead. And then Hawks clawed it back, but they had the composure to control what they were doing and take control of the game. You
2: know, yeah. And um, like they said, two more seconds and Hawthorne wins. Yep. but there wasn't. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the point. Yep. Uh, twelve goals, six they kicked that day. Um, Which is
3: it's good shooting on any day, just about.
2: And they weren't easy shots. They were, um, especially. Who was it? Was it Carl Hooker who kicked the game winner around the corner? Uh, might um, have been the corner. I think so. Um, he hit it awful. He did, went straight through the middle. Yeah. Um. So it shows that their efficiency that day uh, it was just. And the way they looked after the ball Yeah. showed yeah. what they're capable of.
3: Yeah. And I mean, you can see the stats there. The disposals, it was like 435 to 370, yeah, around looked, about there.
2: Looked after it. There were, there were many times where. Um, Hawthorne were playing you know the standoff zone, yep. and they were just picking targets and hitting them yeah. and, and it's
3: it 's that easy you see Hawthorne got much better of the clearances, and Essendon were able to hold down their lines and yeah. get the ball to turn over and then take control
2: uh, tackles um, they out-tackled Hawthorne by oh, what was it uh ten twelve more tackles yeah um, and you need that hardness around the ball and you need it for four quarters yeah. against a, a team like Hawks. Because they showed, you know, that they could uh, they could claw back and even got um, out to nearly a three goal lead yeah. in, in the final.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, I think when you look at though look at the stats from this game, you can understand. Actually, I think I made a mistake uh, in the intro. I think it was this game where Hurdy said, "Watch this space." We're actually yeah. a, a very good good RP's team. One, yeah. And looking at this game and, and the stats, uh, completely agree with his assessment at that point. Yep. But the thing is, he knew more about the team than I did from watching that game, so yeah. he should know not to make those predictions just yet.
2: <laughs> Um, which leads us into the bad news then. What was the the worst loss for them?
3: I think it's got to be Richmond with Dreamtime at the G. 400. 400 for Dustin Fletcher. Yeah. Um, it's a game that generally they uh, stand up for and do a good account yeah. of themselves.
2: I think that they've put, um, I'm going to have a guess, in the last 10 dream times at the G, they've put the Tigers to the Sword yeah. seven times.
3: Yeah, i probably agree with that. i like more than a guess, but... My feelings say that we've been slaughtered way too many times to be the optimistic going into dream time at the G. Yeah. Um,
2: it was uh, a disappointing one. Hello, we, we've got uh, Josh is sitting in. Got the third um, man up. <laughs> settle yourself in. Um, this is a, a game that you know I was excited to go see because it's not a, every day you get to see a, um, a, a big 400-time uh, uh, game. Um, but uh, even there was a lot of Essendon supporters in the crowd who... We're leaving before the final side. That's
3: right, That's right. I was too. Um, and-, uh,
2: and I even saw the other Essendon supporters'
3: um, reaction online was, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly, and hey, that's exactly what it should be. And who was it this week, week just past, who had a... Uh, milestone game and the players slammed oh, the crowd for leaving Corey Enright Corey Enright that's in what yeah. yeah got done and the crowd left and everyone slammed them yes. in, the, in the media that's entitlement for yeah. Geelong supporters yeah but I didn't see anything about um Destin supporters in the Fletcher game which I mean they copped enough from their own supporters and hey good on those people who did sort yeah. of stood up and said mate there's going yeah. to be something for Fletcher in this 400 games yeah it yep. doesn't happen that often no
4: just unfortunately, we're going to sit twice in one season.
3: Yep, exactly. That's why we're hoping Booming gets you know just a little niggle or something, general soreness, so, sauna, so yeah. he can play it down here. Oh yeah. fuck, I hope they do. Yep. Yeah. I don't uh, play Richmond,
2: though, do they? So. <laughs> Probably not. <that. laughs> I think I think it's uh, Carlton. They've got uh, if he misses one game. Brisbane. Yeah. At uh, Etihad. Um, so the uh, top three players um, for, for Essendon, I think there's two that just stand out. And then it's hard to go after that. So who you got for your top three?
3: I've got Goddard, Hurley, and um, it's hard to choose a third. I was throwing See, Stanton, but I thought Hooker could be in there as well. Hooker and Hurley yeah. have been killing it. Yeah.
4: See, I've got Goddard and Hurley as well. Yeah. Um, Goddard's just got class. He's getting plenty of ball, and he's, yeah. he's actually uh, brings a bit of hardness to the team, I find, too. Yeah. He's a lot uh, stronger when funny for a man who no cries one. on field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a lot stronger when no one's looking at him. Yeah, but, uh, yeah no, and... Hurley, as well. He's he's done really well this year. Yeah.
3: I think Hurley's been sort of the equivalent to West Coast Maston across that back line there, where he sets it up to either block it off or set up a, a forward entry into 50.
2: Look, I had Hurley and, and Hooker. I think they're. If they haven't cemented their All-Australian spots yet, they're very damn close to it. Yep. And they've been clear standouts. Hurley especially, he's still taking down the, the key backman role. Yep. But he, he's got a bit of run about him. Um, he uh, was tried up forward in the first half of his career yep. and hasn't uh, didn't really take off. He was a bit hit and miss. He's yep. turned into a hard-working backman. And Hooker's been just so reliable. He's yeah. been uh, like that the last couple of years. Um, and the third best, I, I, I struggled because um, even though Goddard's averaging 26.5 touches a game, he, he's been good and he's a tall running player that they need, but hasn't yeah. Yeah. For- nobody else has really knocked it out of the park for him. For me,
4: third best was Paddy Ryder for getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point, actually. Actually,
2: they, they've done well out of that because he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's done nothing at Port.
4: But what you're saying
3: about Hurley, I, I completely agree with, where I think he, this season he's learnt um, how to be... A proper backman, not just a defender. who That's your man, and you stop him from getting the ball. He's yeah. learned yep. when to cheat off his man, when to play that loose man in defence, and when to push forward.
4: Smart backmen are million-dollar players. Yeah, yep. they are. Yep. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, they're smart on the field, not smart off it, so they negotiate great. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think Hurley has done himself no harm at all. And he's got rid of the top knot now, too. <laughs> has uh, he really? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, yeah. Off it for
2: charity, like they all do. Oh, yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, so Hooker and Hurley have been uh, the the clear winners there. Um, Look, and I I put Bagley in there as a a third one. Um, Look, the only reason I didn't say Goddard is he's done all right, but by his standards, he could do better. Yeah. and Same with Heppel, and Watson's been a little bit below standard. And, but only because they set
3: themselves such high standards. And I mean, I think this probably segues us into most improved, which yep. I think has got to be Hurley. And what I think has sort of made Goddard have a bit more of a standout season is that Hurley has allowed... He's held down that half-back line, which has allowed Goddard to push forward freely Yep, and not have to chase back in angst and worry that, shit, we've got a counter-attack here, because you know that Hurley's going to hold down that fort. And Brendan Goddard plays really well in that
2: uh, sweeping... Um, half-back running through. Yeah, yeah. Um, almost like a bit, a bit of a Luke Hodge with more run. Yep. Okay. Uh, who you got for the most improved or biggest surprise?
4: Uh, the biggest surprise for me was Danaher. Kicking 20 goals. Um, a player lacking his size. Like, yeah. he's he's all sticks. Yeah, yep. he's still um, developing. And got exposed last season for that as well. Yeah, but he still managed to sneak through 20. Um, granted, it was 2014, so it's not brilliant. He's taking some strong marks too, though. Yeah,
3: yeah he's taking some well-judged marks. Yeah,
4: mm. um, He... he really has read the ball well yep he's a very smart footy player and once he gets a couple of good pre-seasons under his belt he is going to be uh, a very exciting player to watch
2: yeah I agree well he was uh, very highly regarded before he was even drafted and um, Essendon were fortunate to have him under the father-son rule yep Um, bigger guys like him are always going to take that little bit longer um, put him in a
4: better paddock or something feed his mistake the boys (laughs) I don't know how much does he weigh um We'll just bring
2: it up. I think he's in his third or
4: fourth season now. I think he weighs like 12 crooks. 90 kilos, bullshit. (laughs) He's 200 centimetres. I don't think he's 90 kilos. I think they've done a a Collingwood six-footer there. Someone's got their toe on the scale. I think (laughs) he's he's water-loaded before that that (laughs) stuff came in. He
2: he didn't take the the boots of the Guernsey off (laughs) at at the weigh-in.
4: I'd be shocked if he was over 80. Uh, He is just skin and bone, that lad.
2: Look, last year he played 21 games and kicked 28 goals. Um... Halfway through the season, he hasn't missed a game, which is fantastic for a start yep. um, for somebody who is all, uh, all sticks. But um, he's up to 20 goals already. So that's not bad. Um, he's certainly shown glimpses of what he can do in, in the future. Yep. Um, but for me, the biggest surprise or most improved was Collier. Um, he looks yep. like he's put on a, a little bit of weight over the offseason, like good weight. But yep. his uh, running through the lines and his speed, especially in that Hawthorne game, was unbelievable. And he's done it a, a few other times. Um, the, the sad news on that is he's now got a stress fracture fracture in his foot and he's out for the rest of the season. So he's most improved, but you've seen everything you've seen from him.
3: Yeah. Right. Uh, it's unfortunate when... Uh, I know Essendon came out January saying they can still play finals. And that puts a big dent in those yeah. hopes.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. He, he played really well. Unfortunately, we're not going to see more of him. Not going to see him for the rest of the year. <laughs> um, so who do you reckon needs to lift?
2: Um, well, we've got a few. Um, yes. I, I said... Uh, like we we read off those top line players who aren't playing badly in, in yeah. Watson Heppel and uh, and Goddard and um, oh jeez I've gone blank the Brownlow medalist how's, how's that you, uh, no the other one
3: yeah the one from Western Bulldogs Adam Cooney.
2: Cooney my God I've gone fucking blank <laughs> See, um, they need to lift a little bit because yeah. they need that superstar in the middle um, to get them up
4: Cooney especially like yeah he he's injured you know his knees aren't what they should be. Um, that was supposed to be past him now and it's just not and he's also not as clean with the ball as he is he's not getting the ball as much Um, so to me he he has to lift Uh, he goes missing for whole halves yeah
2: Yeah, he's Um, missed a few
4: the other ones I had were Carlisle I think in part that's been because he's been put all over the fucking shop
2: well he's gone forward and wasted a lot of opportunities in front of goal and he said he doesn't want to be forward as well but his his marking has been amazing yeah at like yeah. the top five or, or six you know, contested marks in the game
3: Yeah, I think he put on a clue against Richmond for contested marks but just did nothing with it yeah, yeah he's
4: that's very it. wasteful with the ball yeah. which you know you've got a guy that can mark that's great yeah. you'd rather he have half the marks and twice the efficiency
2: yeah. I going to say there's a couple of other teams who've got the same thing you know in, uh, tr- very Lee, very Levi Casbolt Travis yeah. Cloak Taken uh, and Nick Rewalt for a lot of his career as well. Yeah, it's one thing to get the ball, but geez, you got to use it well. Yeah. Um. And look, one person I said who really needs to do something was uh, Sean McKernan. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's his first year at Essendon. Um. He came across from the Crows. Uh, struggled to get a uh, many games at the Crows, and so you know this is his second chance. Yep. Um, he's only played the one game and didn't really set the house
3: on fire there either. And I mean, if you're coming across struggling to play games and you couldn't a game with Esten this year, yep. you're struggling. You man. really are. Look, yeah. I, I, I had Cooney as well, but I think um, Cooney's talent has ripped him off being a really uh, top-end clubman. Yeah, he's got the mm. sense of humour. He's got that <laughs> sort of camaraderie amongst people, but people expect him to be a now-out superstar. Well,
2: I mean, he's got a bramley medal around his neck.
3: Yeah, that's it. I think yeah, he's he's sort of reigned it in a bit, you know. Held on to the the reins a little bit stronger. Yeah, a bit, bit Shane she- she- woe Wodenish. Yeah, well, he could have been the one organising the end-of-year trips and shit. He probably I mean? was. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Really, yeah, that's probably
4: what he yeah, They what went like to Bendigo. They
3: went to Mexico. <laughs>
4: we saw the dogs.
3: Look, and... and got p- some
2: supplements. Part of the problem with uh, Sean McKernan is um, 17 players uh, for Essendon so far... Uh, sorry, 14 players have played every game, yep. which shows that uh, they've got a lot of consistency out there, but um, they're not putting wins on the board, and... You've got to yeah. make your way in there somehow. But, I mean, with the injuries they've got um, just this week, he's probably going to get a chance sooner or later.
4: Yeah. yeah. I had Bell Chambers in there as well. I think, Absolutely. Um, yeah. he, he's just not a strong Ruckman.
2: Um, he's always been an undersized Ruckman, um, but they've, they've been found out a few times. You can generally...
4: be undersized as long as you're ferocious. Yeah. But he's not. He, he just seems to be a passenger for a lot of the game. Did,
2: is he out injured for the rest of the year as well?
4: I believe he's struggling, yeah.
2: And
3: the Uh-oh. thing is, if you're an undersized ruckman, generally you compensate for being a good shot of goal or being able to slip in forward and take good marks. Or, or at least the good taps around yeah. find yeah. your rovers. But I find Carlisle was one that filled that role and sort of left bell chambers doing fun. And
4: uh, oh, Essendon people are going to turn off right now, I reckon. But <laughs> they are not listen to this, let's be honest. Fletch, he, he needs to lift a bit. He, he was brilliant in patches in certain games, but otherwise he, his pace is... Really suffering, and the forwards are playing off him.
2: Uh, I thought he'd been all right this year until he obviously pulled his uh, groin against um, uh, Richmond in the Dreamtime game in his 400th. Um, it's a real shame to spend your 400th in the red vest. It is.
4: Oh, it it's hideously bad for that. You'd never want the bloke to go down. You want him to live forever. But I I hate to say it, but I I don't see what. Benefit anyone has from him competing next year?
2: No, I, th- I think you got to call time at some stage. Um, he's um, especially when you've got um, Hooker and uh, Hurley who are playing so well, mm. um, which means the the next. Uh, Backman down there needs more pace. Yeah, I mean, yeah know, Keep he, him
4: around the club, absolutely. Uh, have, he, him the back line coach, have him the backline coach, have him be a fucking orange cutter, I don't care, but r- keep him there. there. Run Thursday Avo bingo. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck
2: it. Look, if they want to be experimental when it comes to off field and stuff like that, they should be harvesting his blood and seeing if they can infuse it into other players and then have a team full of 400 gamers. Well, that's where they should just, be experimenting.
4: They're pretty fucking pasty, so maybe they do. <laughs> just a just get, a him, get him on somewhere. top of every chicken in Essendon and see what happens in 17 years. <laughs> There's
3: no chicks in Essendon.
2: Just, just quietly, um, after he's 400th, it was a shame that he pulled the groin, but um, how good was it he's uh, chugging back the old beers <laughs> yeah. in the change rooms at <laughs> yep. the old times? Who's going to say anything? Like, yeah, exactly mate, right. that's not <laughs> what you do. <laughs> hey, <laughs> how many games should you
3: pluck and play? Mate, I was drinking when you were swimming around your dad's ball sack. <laughs> I got a premiership medallion with the coach. I'm <laughs> fucking set. I was Kevin Shitty's teammate, motherfucker. <laughs> I hand-balled,
2: handballed it to John Coleman. Um, coach pressure. How much pressure is James Hurd
4: under for his position? I think they're pot committed for this season at least. I think not enough. Yeah, I think he should be under a shit ton more pressure. I think he um, should be calling through. And the thing is, look, I
3: love James Hurd. I think he's a great person, great player and could have been awesome for Essendon, but this shit that's happened under his reign has made that job for him untenable.
4: And I don't think that's because he can't be a fantastic coach. I think think he's a fantastic coach. He had such a a dramatic learning curve that, um, you know, how are you going to live up to that? He he didn't apply for the job in a regular sense. (laughs) He said, I'm open to coaching. All of a sudden...
2: yeah, Knights yeah. is out. Knights
4: is out, he's in. And hey, look, when you saw what happened to Michael Voss, I think
3: there's something in that with him sort of not doing the apprenticeship that he needs to do and Heard coming in. And the thing is, his his fault was ignorance, but that's no excuse. Um,
2: it was a dream job for him, though. You know, you've got the the most loved son yeah. coming back. We'll get Bomber Thompson, who's got two, um, yeah, coached one of the Should best have been sides another, the way last another way around. Another way
3: around. A bomber head coach, have him doing his two-year apprenticeship. Apprenticeship, yeah. Don't you, remember. Well, you don't
2: do your apprenticeship in the big chair. Yep. But anyway, it was going okay. The off-field shit hadn't. Um, he's had a year off. He's come back. You know, we're, we're ready now. We're going to go yep. four and seven. It, all the other shit doesn't matter. You played, you made finals last year. You got knocked yep. out in the first round. You're four and seven. Yep. That's what matters. This shit about him going, you know, over to Europe during the break. Don't care. Irrelevant. That means yeah. nothing. Irrelevant to SNC. Absolutely season. nothing. Yep. Four and seven, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I've got him down as a seven out of ten.
3: And look, I would have had Bomber taking over last year, this year, give Hurdy just a little furlough and bring him in next year. That's what I would have thought would be been most sensible. Do you reckon Has Sheedy's put his hand up? No. Nah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it, Sheedy's it, gone, mate, you can keep that fucking grenade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: he's back at the club and he loves Hurdy more than anyone, I think. Yeah. Um, and
3: the- look, nothing against James Hurd at all. Fucking legend and champion, but... It's just... Four it's and not seven. Working. It's not working. Four no. and seven. Yeah,
2: well, That's the the answer to everything, It's four yeah. and seven.
4: Uh, he, he's an ambitious bloke. I mean, you, you can't play AFL football at that level without pushing yourself. Yeah. I think he just... Well, from outside in, it seems that he overextended his ability for what he was as a coach um, and an administrator, because it's a totally different thing to try and administer a whole football team. It's, you
2: bring up a very good point there. In, Administering? Uh, I did, uh, fuck. Uh, administration. <laughs> um, because... It I didn't had, mean to. It hasn't been an easy job for him with the off-field stuff, but also what's going on with the Essendon administration. Sometimes I just wish they'd just, you know,
3: be quiet. Shut the fuck up. Go yeah. into the
2: background a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Let your coach do the talking about the football and what's going on. Yeah. Because it seems like every other day, you can say all you like that the media's got it out for Essendon, but at the end of the day, Ess- uh, the media just wants to write stories. Yep. And if you keep giving them breadcrumbs, they're going to pick them up.
3: And look, there's been plenty of fodder that they could have hidden behind. Oh, God. You've got t- the terrible shit happening the... Uh Brisbane, you've got Port Adelaide's demise, you've got Melbourne doing good, <laughs> you know. It's an all
4: Geez, I'd almost rather have a salary cap wrought scandal just to blow over this other shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we sh- hey guys, we paid everyone too much. Fuck, look at that. Could have been free, they could have shut
2: the
3: fuck up and <laughs> it's all
2: good. Um and uh, I don't know if uh, Timmy Watson coming out and defending them at every chance every morning um, yeah. helps either, yeah. especially in the fishbowl that is Melbourne. Yep. Um, but uh, look, I mean, that's the hand they're dealt. And, and like you said, it's, they are pretty much pot committed with him. Yeah. But, um, you know, if they don't make finals this year and then next year at the halfway mark, they're four and, 11, uh, four and seven again. You, you've got to start looking.
3: Every year is going to be diminishing returns, well, isn't yep. it?
4: Looking at their road to finals, they've got Hawthorne, Saints, Melbourne, North, Port, Dogs, GWS, Adelaide, Gold Coast, Richmond, Collingwood—all that between now and
3: 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: I can't see him winning more than four of those.
2: So, where are their danger games then? Out of all all the ones you've read out,
4: to me, it's the GWS game because GWS—you uh, know—without Mumford, I still reckon they'll be able to take it to him, and I reckon they might beat him.
2: Uh, it's, it, it's in Sydney as well. Um, yeah. and they've turned Spotless Stadium into a bit of a.
3: Uh, a fortress. Yeah, look, I don't think they have a danger game, but I think the game that they want to win is against the Bulldogs.
4: I think it's a team that's up and coming. I don't think they've got to play finals, to be honest. I, I think the Dogs have got class on them. Yeah, I can't see Essendon beating them.
2: That's it. in round 18. The um, at, at the minute, they're both sitting about the same. Let's see, Bulldogs 9th uh, and Essendon 13th. So even right now, the Bulldogs have got a little bit of a lead on them. But uh, come there, if Essendon want to you know, play finals, that's one that um, they might be competing with the Bulldogs for those low
4: spots. So. See, I can see them beating Saints, Melbourne, and Gold Coast. Uh, the rest, Hawthorne, nah, they got no chance. Adelaide, Richmond, Collingwood, Dogs, Struggle. They might be able to topple North or Port. Um, <coughs> see, I think you're giving
3: too much credit. I don't think the Saints, I don't think they're all the Saints, and I think North and both Port would probably demolish them.
2: Well, I've put Port as the danger game, only because we, we know what position Port's in at the minute. Um, and yep. that they'll need to turn their season around. Mm. They're hosting port at uh, Etihad. Um, they need to make a statement in that game. Yep. Um, it
4: depends which port side comes out. There too. It, exactly right. The, yeah, the, the, oh, you know, we're just going to go through the motions port. They'll get all Or the disappointed yeah. port
2: that we've, uh, mm. we've but if seen. It's,
4: if it's hell, hell or high water, all on the line port, playing risky, crazy-ass football... Oh, that's probably the only reason I turn up to watch it. To be honest,
3: and uh, I think is, I think Port have beaten North Melbourne. Eddie had this year already, so yeah, it was a good game. That one was completely, mm-hmm. you know, in line with their form. that They could uh, knock
4: off Bombers. That's how Eddie said it. Well, what do you got him finishing? Thirteenth. I've got him. See, I've got the same. I've got seven wins in thirteenth.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I gave him an extra win. Yeah, um, and said twelfth. Um, it's going to be a hard slog for me, especially with uh, the two big injuries uh, out this year. Um, especially Collier, I, I, I actually really enjoyed watching him play yep. and how he took it on. Um, the, I suppose the upside is they have a lot of room for improvement, um, yeah. and you know a lot of these games against you know Saints, Melbourne, Port, they could, if it all clicks, um, they could get up in those ones. Yeah, but it's got to all click. Um, and look, they don't leave uh, Melbourne that often for the rest of the year. You got, uh got uh, a trip to Sydney and a trip yep. to the Gold Coast, and that's it. Um, that's not a bad way to
4: finish off your year. Uh, well, look, they do get looked after with the draw.
3: Well, the thing is, looking at their list, I think they're sort of stuck between two minds where they thought this was going to be a finals-playing team. Yeah. It's turned out as far from it. Well, the, so, I mean, jury's still out, but... Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, we are only halfway through the year. Yeah. But, I mean, that they'll force down that route a little bit too because yeah, they lost their, lost their draft picks. Yeah, no, I'm going to yeah. get
4: on a large limb and write them off. They're done for the season.
2: yeah. Um, I think this weekend will be uh, big against Hawthorne because uh, if yeah, if they can beat Hawthorne twice in the year, you've got to rethink what they're doing. Yep. If they get done by a big amount, their percentage is already shit. Yep, It's uh, below 90. Um, it could be a, a long slog to the end of the year.
4: I'd say what, if anyone out there reckons it might happen, I reckon you'd get fives on Essendon, hey. you know, head to head. Oh, maybe yeah. even
2: more. Hawthorne's always um, uh, really poor odds. Well, yeah, people but are trying to, to launder extra. money
4: down there. Um, tax haven in... Glenn Waverley, but... Um, Dingley. We're moving to Dingley now. Oh, yeah. Dingley, yeah. next to the Rubbish Tip. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking hell. Um, what the
3: fuck's down in Dingley? Rubbish uh, Tip. Nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Paintball, I think. That's is,
4: about it. Oh, there's Putt Putt Golf there.
3: Next to the Rubbish Tip. <laughs> I think so. I know there's a, there's a wedding function centre next to the Rubbish Tip. Uh, Lovely. Yeah, uh,
0: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.
1: Say hello to a new era of mental health care.
3: Anyway,
4: I think if Estonham play finals this year, they've definitely earned it. They'll deserve it. But I don't think it's going to happen. If Estonham yeah. play finals this year, they'll have to be drug tested again. <laughs> There'll be some A, B, C, D samples for that shit.
2: <laughs> All right, Bombers fans, we could be wrong. So uh, let's tune in for the second half of the year and see what happens.
4: Yep. Yeah, feel free to drop us a line um, and telling us how right we were on round 23.